Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Tom Barfield alongside today as we begin our coverage from the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And as luck would have it, Tom, as we begin today, there's some kind of machinery that's, uh, you know, I mean, literally, Aaron, we've been sitting here for about two hours hanging out. Yeah. And the minute we come on, you know, somebody starts some kind of uh, some kind of dryer or, 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 or some kind of a device. But now we are at the Baylor Team Hotel, downtown Fort Worth, beautiful, love the decorations, and so we're uh, we're already rolling here, and it's just kind of exciting to be here, and to uh, uh, a few people are starting to kind of come in, and then um, I think as we get to more tomorrow, there'll be more Baylor people enter. Now, Tom, I would say... I can't hear you, man. Sorry. In addition to whatever's <laughs> happening here as we... It's almost like they planned that. Uh, <laughs> it did... Uh, uh, I mean, I did like that the staff here, very nice folks, by the way, Raja and the gang, Abraham's become a friend of mine here, Lori. Um, some Baylor... I get the fa- I get the I get the feeling, uh, Tom. This was their first day to wear Baylor gear <laughs> in their lives, but that's okay. This hotel, they're kind of uh, they got the green and gold on, and then as we turn around, Tom, here at the team hotel. Oh, where was I earlier? They had a big, beautiful like Baylor football thing up against the wall, all of that kind of thing. So I, this is kind of the calm before the storm. We're going to get excited about the Armed Forces Bowl. And, uh, Tom, I think it's good that the flagship radio station for Baylor, we're here. We beat everybody to town. We're ready to go. Although I think the players are they're, they're, they're somewhere around us. Yeah, they, yeah, and they got here Sunday. And, in fact, uh, when yeah. I arrived this afternoon, they were getting ready to go to practice. Uh-huh. And so they're, they're practicing, I think, in Burleson. Air Force is practicing in, in Kennedale, so they're all in, in the, uh, the greater Fort Worth area getting ready for, for, the, uh, for the game on, uh, on Thursday night. Yeah, it's good, uh, and, and this is going to be fun. Tom, the, uh, as we do the show here from the team hotel, the uh, weather <laughs> continues to, to be uh, it's, it's a little scary. As we get ready for Thursday, and of course you and I will be posted up in the press box. I did hear from, uh, well, I heard from one of my buddies, Alan Holt, today. He's going to have his parka jacket on. He's going to be, he's going to be out there in the elements. I think you. This is a good measure of whether or not you're like a big time Baylor fan or not. Not you personally, but the Baylor brethren. If you will sit out in what. Appears to be nine degree weather, perhaps minus four wind chill. If you'll do that on Thursday night, 
I, I, I don't think we can doubt the credentials of any Baylor fan who is in the stands for this one. But it's a dry cold, Matt, so I don't think it's going to be that, that big a deal. I, look, it, it's, it, it is what it is. It, it's, the weather's going to be what the weather's going to be, and this is the night we're going to play this football game, and I cannot wait to see this game. I think it's going to be fun. I want to see what, what uh, Air Force looks like. I want to see what they're all about, you know, with the number one rushing offense, the number one overall team defense, uh, number three scoring defense, number mm-hmm. one uh, time of possession offense. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things to discuss in this in, in this game, and we will over the next three days. But, uh, look, the weather's going to be whatever the weather's going to be. And, and, you know, I'm like you. I, I, I got an early Christmas gift from my wife and daughter, and they gave me a coat and some gloves and a toboggan and said, hey, go have a good time. <laughs> so that's, that's away we go. Here we are. Well, you and I are having a nice time. It's a gorgeous hotel. And, it, uh, it is. And uh, so we're, we're going to be kind of all around the hotel. People can stop by and see us. Over on Main Street, where we are here. I got to run. They've asked me to go help buff the floors. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I love our our proximity to Risky's. Risky's Barbecue. Yeah. And I was able to run over there and uh, get a sliced barbecue sandwich and be ready to go for this one. And uh, this is going to be a nice, this is going to be a nice three days for us. And we'll be over on the TCU campus. For our uh, our Baylor alumni office, of Baylor alumni tailgate show, and that'll be uh, that'll be fun. I, I got to say, Tom, what a star-studded list! I was just looking over some of our sponsors mm-hmm. for this trip, and uh, one of our newest ones. I spent some time over there watching the World Cup when the Americans were still in the World Cup. They have been out of it now for a week or so, and there are there's a winner. They declared a winner in the uh, in the World Cup. The Argentinians, who I picked, by the way. <laughs> Is that, are you were you in a pool? I did not realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had all the soccer knowledge, but boy, and I came, took the over. It came down to a. Well, that was good. That was good because it was three three three, and it came down to penalty penalty kicks. Now, Dancing Bear Pub is one of our uh, new sponsors, and they're part of this uh, this trip. And uh, we cannot thank everybody enough for being a part of this. And I'll continue to uh, mention some of our sponsors along the way. Myatt Fuels. Mm. Love Myatt Fuels. They've been with us for a lot of years. They love Baylor women's basketball. And so they're kind of tied to Nikki Collins, some of that kind of stuff. Myatt Fuels, fun to have them. And then one of my favorites, uh, Neighborhood Works Waco. Love what they do and getting new people, getting people that have never had the experience of owning a home, and they're they're getting people lined up. And Roy Nash, CEO over there, longtime family friend, love those folks. So as we go, we'll continue because we've got a lot of great sponsors. Morrison's Gifts, by the way. And, uh, Tom, you were just over there. I believe we did a show together mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. And, um, and, and so people are doing a lot of shopping. Did you pick up anything for your people over at Morrison's? Did, I may did you have. Some I may of that, not uh, have. Oh, you can't tell them, That's can you, because right. they might be listening. Yeah. Some of those warm drinks you were talking that, about the I other did, day. I, did, I tell you what I did purchase, and I love it, is they have, uh, they have a bag you know, they have popcorn, flavored popcorn over there. Yeah, that's what and, I've heard. And they had pecan pie. Pecan pie flavored popcorn. And it ah. is out of this world. I'm working on it right now. 
In fact, I'm kind of disappointed that, that I'm not at home on the couch eating it right now as we yeah. speak. It, it is that good. And, and don't forget our good friend Doug Furch. I talked to Doug today. Doug says hello uh, over at the office of Baylor Alumni. Yeah. Great folks uh, that uh, kind of are our title guys yeah. to, to our deal. So, yeah, it's going to be was, fun, uh, man. Was Furch asking how I was doing? He was did. that mainly the con- first his biggest thing. concern? First yeah. thing. First thing, I want to make sure you were squared away. I said, yes, we got Matt taken <laughs> care of. Thanks for asking, Doug. Mostly happy with his accommodations. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you were squared away. <laughs> so mm. this is going to be a fun trip over here covering the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And uh, Tom and I have this thing blown out. Now, big show plan for you this afternoon. Nikki Collins stops by at 440. And, Aaron, I know we've had a lot of moving parts. Just so you know, Josh Gregory, we're going to have him at 420. And then we'll do some Campus Confidential later in the program. But i got to tell you, Mac Rhodes today at 5 o'clock. I mean, we really have a lot going on, and it's exciting. And uh, Coach Gregory had a really good run there in the Round Rock area and uh, decided, you know what, that China Spring – Seems like a good school district. think I might want to check that out. And what does he do, Tom? Well, they won a state title. Then they won another state title and uh, won this one with Coach Beatty. And so this is a lot of fun. And he hired Coach Beatty. He made that decision. And at the time, Tom, you would remember this maybe better than I would. Um, I don't know that that was, like, totally expected. I think there were, we looked at some of the coordinators. We looked at some of the people that had been there for a while. I don't know that Coach Beatty was the, 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 the guy that everybody thought, but, but that's where Josh went. And I, so far, so good, I would say, on that choice. He, he certainly thought he was the guy, yeah. and, and he went that direction. And, and, boy, it has paid dividends. And I, I love Coach Beatty. I've had, uh, we've had him on the show, uh, you know, four or five times. We had him on the show uh, earlier this week. Uh, after they win the championship, and you know, he talks about these these young men and in, in, in the things that they will get out of this experience later in their life, as opposed to just X's and O's in football. I mean, it, it was about you know the life experiences that they they have gotten uh, in playing high school football at China Springs. A great guy. I mean, just fabulous guy and, and a lot of fun. All right, Tom, well, I've already put in a, a, a request to our people here because tomorrow afternoon's show, um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm that beautiful restaurant bar, we were walking in, I said, hey, hey, you guys, I want to be right in the middle of that tomorrow as all the Baylor people arrived, and they're very open to that. Should I reach out to them and, and ask them about the drilling? <laughs> Or should I leave it alone at this point? I just love that uh, that that has uh, that has uh, become part of our lives this afternoon. Uh, now, Tom, some breaking news. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're ready for this, um, this involves the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And earlier today, their coach was asked about the reports yesterday that Jalen Hurts has a sprained right shoulder. He did confirm that he does. But it, it, they were kind of saying that Gardner Minshew was going to start on Christmas Eve against the Dallas Cowboys, leading Cowboys fans to think, well, I mean, we don't wish evil, you know, uh, ill will on anyone, but it might help our chances. The coach of the Eagles, and of course he would say this, he called Hurts one of the, quote, toughest players he knows and says someone who, quote, heals fast. <laughs> He said, I do not put it past Jalen Hurts. I don't put anything past Jalen Hurts as far as his physical and mental 
toughness. This is what Sirianni said earlier today, coach of the Eagles. There's a chance he can play this week. Now, Hertz was asked by Eagles reporters, um, and, and he was quoted as saying there is, quote, definitely a chance he'll be able to play Saturday, and he's taking things day by day. You realize, Tom, that if the Cowboys hadn't collapsed the other day and lost a 17-point lead, the Eagles might be a little worried about the Cowboys as possibly coming back and winning the division and might rush Jalen Hurts back into uh, back into play. I would give this thing at this point a 5% chance of Jalen Hurts playing in this game. You think that's too high? That's way too high. He's not playing. Why would he? I mean, what do they have to gain? They're going to win the East. They're going to be the number one seed. They're going to have home field advantage. What do they have to gain by rushing? And remember, it's a Saturday game, not a Sunday game. So it's even less time to to get him ready to go. Uh, So why would he play? I I, I don't see a benefit whatsoever. Now, interestingly, Gardner Minshew, who would start, Mm -hmm. Tom was speaking at Mike Leach's funeral service in Mississippi. And uh, he'll be back in the uh, Philadelphia area later Tuesday. So he was not at a walkthrough they had today. Really cool. I mean, the players, the outpouring, and everybody for Mike Leach has been kind of amazing to watch all this. Um, Hertz was listed today officially for people keeping uh, track of this kind of thing. Because apparently, Tom, some people that listen to us, bet on these games i hate that you know being our association with Butler, i surely surely they don't but apparently they do hertz was listed as not participating in the practice <laughs> ask who would be snapping today in practice for the eagles and uh the center jason kelsey said <laughs> ian book uh, the Eagles' third-string quarterback, or is it Ian Book? That is the former Notre Dame quarterback, if I've got the right name in mind. Um, and I, Sirianni went on to say, we will play him when he's ready to play. If that's this week, it's this week. If it's next week, it's next week. When Jalen's ready to play, he's ready to play. All aspects of it. So interesting stuff coming out of... Uh, of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles today as uh, we continue to monitor that situation and getting you ready for that game. Uh, a reminder, big show planned today, Nikki Collin. Her weekly appearance uh, uh, is going to be at 440 today. Mac Rhodes, who um, I guess Mac's probably in Fort Worth. Mac's, uh, you know, Mac's got to be at a lot of different places. Mac uh, will be... Uh, with us at five o'clock today, and uh, but next, we're going to visit with um, Coach Gregory, Coach G, as they call him, uh, Josh Gregory, the athletic director at China Spring. Let's celebrate a state title, another one for China Spring. Let's do it next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. In the gun, Prescott snap back, handoff, Elliott. Only heard here. Driving, pushing, touchdown. Saturday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles this Saturday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, three fifty single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, two fifty domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. K.J. Miller was first team offense and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman and Anthony Avila were named second team offense and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28-14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Rattan Bowl. Monday Night Football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night, 116-106. 
Eagles' Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We're at the Baylor Team Hotel getting you ready for this Armed Forces Bowl. Joined right now by uh, Josh Gregory from China Spring, the athletic director. Josh, uh, congratulations. Very exciting. I was looking on your Twitter timeline. You found a place for the new state title. And uh, being overlooked by beautiful picture of that uh, cougar. Uh, overlooking that, and uh, I like the presentation. Uh, congratulations, sir. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah, is uh, I bet that's uh, it's just been an amazing outpouring um, uh, from the community. Uh, does it the, the way this one happened was so you know fascinating and the kick and everything? Uh, what's it? What is the what has this one felt like, the celebration around it? I mean, surely this will never become old hat for folks, for China Spring no. fans. What's the? What's been the, um, I mean, how does it kind of compare to that first time around? You know, last year, a uh, little bit different just because last year it hadn't happened in a long time um, in China Springs history. And, and to be honest, you know, about seven minutes into the third quarter, I think uh, most of us knew that it was over and, and that we were going to win one and bring it home. And so, you know, on the sideline, the kids got to kind of celebrate and the coaches got to hug each other and, and kind of soak it all in and then line up at the 50 and shake hands and, and then celebrate with the rest of the team. And, and this year it was completely different. I mean, it was mass chaos at the end of the game um, to come down like that in a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a field goal to win the game and then the celebration and the helmets flying and, and, uh, you know, coaches running around, the coaches' wives were already at the tunnel um, coming out. And, <laughs> and so, you know, it's completely different. Um, but if you ask anybody and any of the coaches, any of the players, you know, you wouldn't wouldn't want it any other way. I mean, um, what the staff did and what the players did to, to, to show the rest of the state and the nation and, and this community that, you know, the, the fight, the grit um, – the not panicking, um, trusting each other. I mean, it just, it was on display big time on Friday. What was the biggest thing you saw from uh, Tyler Beatty um, when you were making that decision? It turned out to be a very, very important decision. You know, you will be judged by that, and uh, you're, you're being judged really well, by the way, on that on that choice. What with Coach Beatty, because not everybody, that was not the name. If you were making predictions, there were other people in the mix. Right. Um, and it, it surprised a few people. You you did a good job keeping it secret along the way. What Looking back now, and obviously it's come to fruition, but what were the, what were the things that you're, you've seen kind of pay off that, that made you um, make that choice? And, and then what have you seen? Has it even, did he even exceed your expectations in a sense? Well, you know, to start off with, you know, Brian, Brian did such a good job last year in my first year being back. And, and, uh, you know, and I knew that Brian has certain goals and aspirations and, and knew that it didn't think it was going to be, you know, a couple of days after we won, but, 
I knew at some point that as a program um, that he was going to get some opportunities. And, and, uh, and so really from the get-go, you know, I just watched the staff that we had. And uh, there were a lot of guys on staff that had the qualifications um, and that, that could have done a great job. Um, but there's something, something about Tyler from the get-go that uh, just kind of stood out with him. You know, his, his, uh, his presence, the way he's able to communicate, um, you know, talking to high school counselors and, and administration that had known Tyler. You know, Tyler was new to me. He wasn't on staff um, here before I got here or when I left in 2016. So he was kind of new. And, you know, just, just something about him was special. Um, and so when it, when, when coach Bell left and, and the job opened up, I did open it up and, and, and got a lot of, uh, a lot of applications for this job. Um, but really what I wanted to do and what I want to do for this, this program and this community is, is to really promote our staff from within and, and grow our staff and, and give them opportunities, whether they want to stay in China spring or, you know, for 25 years, or if they want to, if they want to go off and be an OC or a head coach or, you know, bigger school or whatever it is, I, I want to be here for them. At the same time, we have to, you know, just like most head coaches in their football team, they got to reload. And, and so, you know, making that decision, it was a, it was an easy decision for me. Um, but, you know, you said it earlier, there were a lot of people that questioned, you know, that decision. And uh, there was no doubt um, when I hired him. I knew what the job, I knew the man he was. I knew the staff that we had that, that would uh, rally around him. I knew the kids would rally around him. And so it, it didn't, I'm not going to say he exceeded my expectations because, you know, we have high expectations here. Um, but he did an unbelievable job this year. Um, I'm super, super proud of him. Josh Gregory joining us, athletic director at China Spring on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, uh, Coach, you're going to have to uh, – are you going to do a new pin tweet at the top of your Twitter timeline? You had that great <laughs> picture with your family, your son in uniform, uh, yeah. taking a bite of that uh, the, the gold medal there. Are you – do you, I guess you have uh, quite a bit of photos to uh, to choose from. Do you think you'll you'll go with a new one, or is it hard not to leave that one up there since your son was on the team? Yeah, it's hard it's hard to take that one down because uh, <laughs> you know my, with my son being a senior on that team, and you know us making the transition on moving back here for his senior year. Um, a lot of people don't know, but two days before I took the job. Uh, in spring ball at uh, Cedar Ridge and Round Rock, he he was uh, the set to be the starting quarterback, and and we had a a, a little inter squad scrimmage, and he tore his knee up and had surgery over the summer, and and what wasn't really cleared. So, you know, it was um it was a difficult year, especially for him being a coach's kid for 18 years. He's never missed but one game because they had 103 temperature, and so for him to come here. Um, really become a leader uh, on the sideline and, and end it with the state championship. I, I don't know if that I don't know if that fan tweet's ever going to leave, but it might. But, uh, <laughs> but right now it's going to stay there. But you know this this year was such a special year. I mean, we had um, there were there were a lot of doubts about what was going on. And, and Matt, I've, I've told this to some people before, but um, 
In fact, I told a gentleman today, and he never realized, you know, we had five new coaches on this staff and then throw in the fact that, you know, Coach Beatty, he, he was a returner, but he's now the head coach. You know, Reggie Patrick, Coach Patrick, uh, offensive coordinator calling the plays. Brendan Smith moved up from a linebacker's coach being the defensive coordinator. You know, a new coach coming in from uh, Coach Wade Morton from uh, Meridian as an AD, Coach Mayfield, defensive coordinator from Clifton, Coach Yeager, offensive coordinator at Maybank, um, Coach McCollum, assistant athletic director at Austin Regent. You know, th- what made this so special with this staff is there's, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of egos and coaches in the in the uh, field house, and, and, and they just they all want to be the play caller. They all want to be the head coach. This, this group, just unbelievable. They put um, – their egos aside, just like we ask our kids to do every year, and uh, true leadership, and super blessed to have them in the staff. Well, I tell you, we're uh, so excited, and um, I mean, it just, since you've shown up, I mean, you don't sound like the kind of guy that would take a bow or or take the credit, but you got to say, I mean, my gosh, I've got one of those China Spring baseball caps, you're playing for a state title. Uh, yeah. in, in baseball, I mean, the whole athletic program seems to be on a roll. So uh, I, I, either you moved at the exact right time or, you, it, like you said, you're putting together some nice staff. So it's, uh, that's got to be so much fun for everybody and to, and to see these things happening. But it, it sort of seems like it bleeds over into the other sports, doesn't it? When you accomplish something like this, it, it, it can't help but, you know, other areas – uh, get a little bit of a jolt. Yeah, it's a, it's not just the other sports. I mean, it bleeds over into the hallways um, with your your kids that aren't in athletics and, and UIL competition and academics and band and and theater going to state last year. I mean, there's just uh, there's expectations that that we as leaders of the school district have, and and you know this this community backs us, and and the kids just buy into it and you know when you have success and especially in football it's you know the kind of the biggest stage in, in Texas and and you have that kind of school pride it just it just bleeds over and if, and if you you were to come to China Spring High School and walk through the hallways you'd just be super impressed with the kind of kids that we have um, and and you know we're living through them and and those guys are doing exactly what we what we would want and uh, you know and success is following and that when you do the right thing, good things happen. I promise you that. All right, I may show up out there. I like. Uh, I had. Uh, I had some of that Columbia blue or Tar Heel blue, whatever we call that, sent to me yeah, after Cougar that. Blue, uh, Matt. Cougar, Cougar blue. blue. Let's call it that. <laughs> Cougar blue. Uh, now, Josh, you little birdie told me you were you were kind of under the weather. You were really fighting something last week in the whole preparation to this. Were you were you having to fight through a little adversity last week and yeah. um, and kind of getting ready? It's uh it's I think it's hit this area pretty hard. But on Thursday about twelve o'clock I had to go home and uh, I crawled up in bed and woke up about five and then went back to bed and woke up at eight and then eleven and then three in the morning and mm-hmm. and then uh, the the whole day at the the you know. Coach Beatty made a comment. He he thought it was kind of funny. He said, "Man, I, you were worried." And I said, "I wasn't worried. I just was sick. I wasn't feeling good because he saw me sitting on the 
on the benches behind the sideline a couple of times. And <laughs> I said, well, that, that second half, I, I got a little, little adrenaline. It, that sickness kind of went away. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's hit this area pretty hard. And, you know, it hit our kids. And, and uh, there, were, there were a lot of kids that were playing on, on Friday at 3 o'clock that, you know, felt bad all week. And, and so it's just what you got to do, you got to fight through it. That's, yeah. That's what our kids did. Yep. Yeah. Well, Josh Gregory, fun talking to you. Did, by the way, do you still find yourself in the field house uh, looking at a little film with the coaches? I mean, that's a hard thing. Now, you've got to be over all the sports and try to get them all equal attention. Yeah. Obviously, in Texas, football's always going right. to win out. Do you uh, do you ever find yourself maybe drawing up a few old plays or making some suggestions? Oh, yeah. I I can't I can't get rid of that. Uh we'll we'll be doing that until till the day I retire or they kick me off huddle one or the other. So um so it's probably a good thing some of these guys don't listen to me sometimes cuz I think they got it figured out already. So um but yeah, it's it's hard to let go. All right. Yeah. And you used to coach uh Deuce Vaughn, I mean that is that is uh you've had some storied athletes yourself come through and and uh uh, it's um, by the way, is that is that about the? Uh, I guess it's about the closest thing Kansas State's ever had to to Sproles. I mean, my gosh, was he was he as dominant for you as he as he was in? Uh, I mean, I, I and I know he put up huge numbers, but it, did he yeah. did he get like a lot stronger? Like what what? Because he obviously wasn't going to get a lot taller. But like, what is the the guy we see now? How different is that the the, the guy you were coaching? Well, the the Deuce, what's special about him is he his work ethic, and so he you know he obviously uh, once he got up at K State he he put some weight on him when he he didn't he played for us he got moved up in the playoffs as a freshman uh, got one carry uh, and then his sophomore year he was actually our backup running back the year we played in the semifinals against Allen and he was our backup and and got some playing time that year. And really, junior year, junior senior years, when he took off, and you know he's always been quick and uh, had had really good speed, um, super super strong. I mean, his senior year, he squatted, he was squatting about I think 495, um, and I know he's up in the high fives now. Um, but you know, he was a, it's a little bit different. You know, the the what he has at K State, it's funny. I get some coaches that say, "Man, you should have won." You should have won some more games with Deuce, even though we had some good years and made it to the semis. But we didn't have the linemen that K State had, and uh, you know, so Deuce, Deuce want to. You know, some people call it a disadvantage. It's really not a disadvantage. His height, he just, you know, he gets lost back there, and he's super, super patient. And when he's got those six, 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 seven linemen, you know, you can't see them. And and so at Cedar Ridge, you know, we didn't, we weren't blessed with those guys. We had. You know, a little bit smaller lineman, but you know he was still a phenomenal football player in high school. Um, but even even better uh, kid, man. His, his parents raised him right. His dad was a coach, and uh, you know I still talk to Deuce. Um, you know he's getting a little bit more busy as as uh, he gets a little bit more famous. But he always takes me back and and sends me tickets when uh, he's in town, and and so he's a special special young man for sure. All right. Well, I uh, it was great to have you on, and uh, and this will be interesting to see what happens because you'll have coaches 
that uh, are going to be coveted by other staff. So you'll have to try to hold on to them out there. Uh, I would say probably if you find another coach in Wimberley, by the way, you might just load up and just keep, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep bringing them yeah. in from uh... – <laughs> Well, you know, Coach McCollum's a phenomenal coach. And and I'll I'll be honest with you, Matt, whenever – when when I heard that he was looking to come in the area, I didn't know anything about Cash. I knew he had a yeah. son that played. Um, I refused to look at any film. I wanted to do research on – Coach McCollum first because, you know, we have cash one more year, but I plan on having Coach McCollum until he retires. And so, nice. Um, you know, that we just look for the, the best fit and good coaches to come. Well, hey, congratulations, Josh. Fun to get to catch up with you, and I hope to uh, yes, hope to see you soon. Okay, if you show if I show up uh, trying to be part of the parade or whatever, you know, I I tend to do that from time to time. So you'll have to watch out. Let's but uh, th- 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 thank you for doing this. Yes, sir. Have a good one. There, Josh Gregory joining us, China Spring Athletic Director, as we celebrate that China Spring state title. Very very fun. Uh, for China Spring. Now, we turn to Nikki Collin. Her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show is next. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show. Weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Picture it. It's Christmas morning. All the presents have been opened except one. She opens up that little blue box from Diamore Fine Jewelers. You watch her face and think, this is going to be good. And you're right. Just then she sees her new pendant or diamond studs or that diamond ring she was hoping for. And she can't help herself. Oh my Santa. Make this Christmas that Christmas. Oh my Santa. 12 months interest-free financing and the Christmas she'll never forget. Her diamond is at Diamore Fine Jewelers West Waco Drive. Hi, this is Sam with Sam's Bar at Union Hall located in downtown Waco. This year, we have some really fun festive Christmas decorations and Instagram-worthy Christmas drinks, like the Tipsy Cookie made with vanilla vodka and cookie butter, or the Elf Moonshine made with Godiva white chocolate liqueur, peppermint, and vodka, and my personal favorite, the absolute best espresso martini in town made with fresh pulled-to-order espresso with beans from Be Kind Coffee. It is out of this world. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Sam's Bar at Union Hall in downtown Waco. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We're here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Merry Christmas from Game Time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with 5,000 down. Cash rate. ETL extra CD for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. 
We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. K.J. Miller was first team offense and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman and Anthony Avila were named second team offense and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl 28-14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Rattan Bowl. Monday Night Football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night 116-106. Eagles' Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, covering the Armed Forces Bowl, live from downtown uh, Fort Worth at the uh, Team Hotel. We're posted up doing our thing. Her weekly appearance, Nikki Collin, is uh, is joining us now. And uh, Nikki, um, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, hope all is well. That was a tough one the other day. I, I think you said it well. That's one that um, you got to do kind of what Arizona did. Uh, after Kansas got after them, you're going to have to uh, use this as fuel. Um, what do you... I know you had to send them on their way for a, a little bit. Well, actually, you got a, you got a game coming up tomorrow. What's been the uh, response so far? Oh, you know, we're we're a little obviously banged up from that game, so we haven't had anybody yeah. in practice. Um, you know, so that that's been the toughest challenge. Um, but you know, you got to lick your wounds and and move on. Like you know, you either you know, I, I, like a lot of people say. You know, we either win or learn, um, but we never lose. And and you've got to kind of take that approach. Um, you know, they they uh, uh, the first quarter was close, and you know you have a chance to tie it or take a lead going into the second, and you turn it over and they shoot a layup, and then they start the second quarter on a miss, you know, box out with a three, and and that that kind of put them on that run. Um, you know, and we we 
we just didn't we didn't respond, you know. So I think it's about how do we respond going forward? Um, you know, do we do a better job of of really being dialed into game plan? Because you know, you make mistakes against certain teams, and it doesn't hurt you. You know, you make mistakes against good teams, and you know they can compound. So. You know, I, I just think it's opportunity for growth. I mean, that was a team that 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 played tougher than us, and you know, they they started seniors and super seniors and brought seniors off the bench, and you know, so you know, we 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 have to we have to learn and grow from that. All right, and you said you looked up at one point, and uh, and and Bugs and Bella, I think, were both face down on the floor. Um, you know, you're going to get a wake-up call at some point. The silver lining is this happens pre-conference. This happens non-conference. You never want to lose. But if you're going to get punched by somebody, um, rather it happen now. I mean, somebody, what do you say to somebody, one of these freshmen after a game like that? You're kind of building them back up a little bit. Um, because it really sounded like, from hearing you describe the game, you felt like a couple of your girls that you tried to put in were uh, or your young women were a little bit shell shocked, or it it just was kind of were a little bit scared. Yeah, it's the biggest stage. You know, we've been yeah. on, they've been on. Um, you know, we certainly played good teams. You know, but Maryland was at home, and and uh, you know the 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 tournament in Florida was just you know there's not a lot of people there. You know, and and I think playing on that stage, ESPN two. Um, you know, I just I think they they look a little scared. They look a little, um, you know. You always know that when you build something, and you know they know how to do it. But in the moment, they just they get you know you know what happens when when you get a little nervous, when you get a little outside your comfort zone. Um, it's very easy to tunnel vision. You know, let me just guard my player rather than understanding the big picture of what they're trying to get you know and and I I just felt like we got we had that happen and then on top of it we had players um you know we've been really unselfish this year to be ranked in the top 10 in the country in assists um to assist on the majority of our baskets that seven players average double figures um that says we're not selfish you know it says we're we're willing to share the basketball and I thought that we had players making selfish plays, not because they're selfish players, but because mm-hmm. they were trying to help. You know, they were trying to, all right, it's a, it's, we're down 10. Let me, let me make the shot that gets us going, you know, and it's, it's not necessarily the best shot for us. And, and so I thought that happened too. Like we just didn't let the game then come to us because when you're down 10, it's not that big a deal. When you're down 14, you chip away at it. You get it to eight. Mm-hmm. You start to put pressure on them. Like you're just you're just not out of the game to me in those situations. But um, we compounded some mistakes and and uh, you know we, we just we have to be better. We weren't good. You know it's just, you can you can dress it up all y'all how, how we want, but the reality is we we just didn't play well. And you know we have to play better. You know the men went on the road and Marquette. You know, smacked them, and then mm-hmm. they turned around and beat Gonzaga. You know, like you just um, you can't get too high. You can't think you're too good after you beat somebody by 60 or 55. And 
you can't think you're that terrible just because you get beat by 20. You got to realize that you're somewhere in between those two and what's it going to take to be consistently good. You know, that that's really what you got to search for consistent, what it takes to be mm-hmm. consistently good. Now you were, you were saying that the, uh, you had wished looking back that you maybe had worked a little more uh, on the offensive side and maybe encountering some of their traps, their level of force, as I hear a lot of coaches call it, uh, and they were getting there and getting up on you fast and all. Is that uh, Has that already been uh, a point of emphasis and, and will continue to? Like you say, you don't want this to become bigger than it is. It's one loss. Right. You haven't lost a conference uh, game, so you don't want to, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you part of why, um, you know, we maybe didn't spend more time on it. Um, you know, obviously, I'm <laughs> maybe sometimes too transparent. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of coaches will step up there and say we didn't play well and, and you know, we have to be better or whatever. But mm-hmm. I obviously tend to be a little more detailed because it's just how my brain functions and thinks and processes. And, and I'm not afraid to take accountability or – or own my part of what I think, you know, we could have been better at. You know, we've played, including our game tomorrow, like this is our fourth straight opponent that's been a team that relies on creating turnovers um, for offense, you know. And so it wasn't like we didn't stress, um, you know, ball control and tempo and and taking care of the ball and and things like that. Um, You know, we had work. Before we played Tennessee State, I made them go five on six. Um, yesterday, I made them go four on five. Um, you know, just trying to get them to understand, like, being poised in a trap. You know, whether you have a live dribble, whether you don't have a live dribble. You know, are you poised? Do you step through? Are you smart enough um, in that situation and poised enough to eat it before you just throw it? You know, like, it's so easy to panic when two people are closing space on you. Um, mm-hmm. But in all, all honesty, it's, it's way better to take a five-second call than it is to try to sling the ball out of there, you know, because now you've got a live ball turnover and they're running at you, um, you know. And so, I mean, I, I, I thought they would trap our ball screens. I, I did. And, you know, we faced some traps more recently. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you always reflect after a game and think, you know, what could we have done better? You know, the day before we were, we had, uh, there's a lot of things I do differently, you know, and that's the best part about coaching is you get to go back and say, how would I change that going forward? But, you know, you, you make decisions in the time, at the time based on what you think sometimes is best in that moment. And the day that we didn't get to the, some of the offensive stuff that I had on the practice plan, it's because we were really trying to get the defensive pieces right. You know, and then we're starting to lose them, like lose focus based on how long we've been out there. And so you make the decision at the time. I don't want to waste the next 30 minutes working on something when we're already physically and mentally checked out. You know, like sometimes Mm. that's the decision Mm. you have to make. And then you turn around. Originally, we were going to practice here and then go up and just shoot at American Airlines Arena because we knew we were only going to get 50 minutes on the court. But you know what? Jamie Asbury was graduating, and we didn't really want her to miss practice because she's obviously a key person. And so, you know, but I wanted to respect her ability to, to, to walk um, and yeah. for her family to be there. And so you, you change your plans. And so then we, we have this 
fragmented practice up there where we, you know, get on the court at American Airlines Arena for 45 minutes, and then we try to go to SMU and keep everybody engaged. Like, had we just practiced here and gotten a good practice in, we would have got done what we needed to do. We would have gone up there. We would have gotten some shots up um, and called it a day, you know. But, but you make a decision because, hey, if they're a student athlete, you got to celebrate. You know, you, you need to let them celebrate getting their degree. And it was a little different, too, with Jamie because, you know, she she didn't graduate kind of with her high school class because she early enrolled at Oklahoma State. And then she graduated in the summer at Oklahoma State and immediately reported here um, to go to second summer term with the team here. So she never had that normal, traditional, I'm going to walk mm-hmm. um, and have my family see me in the cap and gown and take the pictures and all the things. She absolutely deserved, um, you know, that. And so, you know, so, yeah, I absolutely have regrets, but not regrets um, because I think I made the right decision for, for our team and our players relative to the moment. Um, but hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you think, you know, maybe if we'd have gotten, you know, maybe, maybe, and, and maybe not. <laughs> maybe it was just Arizona's day, and we needed to learn this lesson. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, talking to Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. Next time we t- talk, we'll be talking about a Big 12 game. I mean, it is amazing. We're not going to get to talk next Tuesday because of some travel schedule stuff, but uh, that is uh, it's kind of wild. You have this what I'm sure starts to feel like a, a, a somewhat of a slog in a long period of time, and then boom, it's here all of a sudden. Um, you, you got Long Beach tomorrow. You want to you know use that properly and all of that. But uh, uh, as far as sort of long range planning and getting ready for conference, like how how top of mind is that for you uh, right now? And like how do you kind of do you start looking ahead at those those teams those first couple of games? How does that work from a scouting perspective? Yeah, I mean, I, certainly the assistants have. You know, if um, you know this is Tari Scout Long Beach, but. You know, I think um, because we alternate, you know, and, and knowing that, you know, once they get over, get through one scout, they, they kind of move to the next. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of conference teams play this season um, live, ESPN Plus, you name it. Like, I'm I'm just that person, you know, that <laughs> it's, a Tuesday, it's a Tuesday night at 7 o'clock and, and Texas Tech is playing – McNeese State, I'm probably watching, you know. I mean, maybe not glued to it, you know, and analyzing, but but it's on. And so um, it's never far from our mind, you know. I mean, I, I think we, we know, um, you know, that that we're kind of the reigning regular season champions and, and someone's going to have to take that from us, and, and we certainly don't want to give it up. And so, you know, I think the league is good. Um really good and I, I think it's it's gonna be a challenge. Um but I don't think like my mind hasn't turned there. I feel like, you know, I I, I have a ton of respect for our non conference opponents and, and right now it's about, you know, how do we how do we beat Long Beach? Um who's who's even suiting up for the Long Beach game, I won't know till mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um and so because of that you know, you, you get through that. And then, you know, I probably will, will avoid thinking about it tomorrow night when I, when I travel home. Um, 
but there's no question I'll be watching game film, you know, over our over our short break, and then, you know, because I, I want to be ready to, um, you know, what exactly do we still need? You know, what exactly do we need to add? Like, I would have loved to have said, you know, we were going to be healthy going into Big 12 play, but it's just not been that kind of season. You know, it, it's one of those yeah. where you just, you know, I mean, we were talking about this today, like, thought we'd be playing big at the three and we just can't get healthy, you know? And so not that we won't play big at the three, you know, but so many of the kind of the decisions and the packages you put in are packages based on the players that, you know, are going to be out there. And, and I yeah. still think we, we put a really competitive team on the floor. It just isn't exactly the way I thought it was going to look, you know, going into the season. And so I'm sure Gino um, didn't go into his season, not, you know, thinking AZ FUD was going to be out. Um, or he was going to go into a game with three starters, you know, on the, on the bench. So I think sometimes it just happens. And it's some, sometimes, you know, coaches can, you can say, man, did we overtrain or did we do this or did we do that? And then I think of all the injuries we've had and they, they've been pretty generally not freakish. They're just like, you know, Kate gets, hits her hand driving through the lane in a practice. Like it's not like yeah. she hit the floor. It's not. You know, she didn't land. We weren't doing a charge drill. You know, we weren't doing anything that facilitates, like, physical contact, you know? I mean, Sarah stepped, you know, when she first hurt her ankle, she stepped on the official's foot. You know, I mean, you're, you're like, it's just, it's been a little bit of everything for this team this year. So, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weathering it and figuring out as you go. Well, listen, um, look forward to talking to you. Have a Merry Christmas and uh, cannot wait to start talking about conference. You guys will bounce back in a big way. We always look forward to our weekly appearances. Have a great uh, Christmas, and we will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Matt. You have a great Christmas you bet. as well. Thank you very much. Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance. And uh, on to our uh, set now, uh, Mac Rhodes has arrived, and we will talk to him next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A starter on defense gets benched, and there's big injury news out of Philly in advance of the Christmas Eve showdown with the Eagles. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys host the Eagles Saturday, but Philly quarterback Jalen Hurts suffered a sprained throwing shoulder in their win over the weekend, so there's a chance Gardner Minshew could be under center. Head coach Mike McCarthy faced Minshew in last year's regular season finale. We've already looked at the you know our last game of the year with, with Gardner, so we'll be ready for Gardner or Jalen. 
He'll start at cornerback for Dallas against Minshew or Hurts. Kelvin Joseph was benched late in Sunday's loss to the Jags in favor of Nashawn Wright, who McCarthy says played well and has a chance to compete in practice this week to start Saturday. Nashawn did a nice job. So another another super competitive young man. So uh, no one works harder. No one puts more extra time than he does. So he'll do well with his opportunity. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiast this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Hi, this is Sam with Sam's Bar at Union Hall located in downtown Waco. This year, we have some really fun festive Christmas decorations and Instagram-worthy Christmas drinks, like the Tipsy Cookie made with vanilla vodka and cookie butter, or the Elf Moonshine made with Godiva white chocolate liqueur, peppermint, and vodka, and my personal favorite, the absolute best espresso martini in town made with fresh pulled-to-order espresso with beans from Be Kind Coffee. It is out of this world. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Sam's Bar at Union Hall in downtown Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. 
Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley and joined by Mac Rhodes in person. Mac, I mean, we have not gotten to do something in person in a while, and it's just great to look across at you. I'll even take off my <laughs> my, prescription, my prescription shades to look at you. It's good to have you on our set here. We're gathered in the team hotel, and uh, it is uh, it, it is fun, and the, the excitement will continue to build. We just saw some Baylor luminaries uh, walking by as we speak. I think some TV stuff's happening right around the corner there, maybe ESPN. So uh, this is fun. This is a great opportunity for the program. No, it really, really is. And, man, they put you in a, in a great spot here in the, uh, the Hacienda Cafe restaurant. So, um, and, uh, you know, the, uh, the Renaissance Worthington, they have done a, a great job. They really have. Our, uh, our team loves staying here because they take such great care of us. So this is a great spot for, uh, for our team and for our fans. Okay, so we playing at Eamon Carter, did, how long did it take you to get over the, the sort of the awkward nature of that, <laughs> being on the, the, uh, the, the TCU campus? Were you able to kind of quickly, because it is a little odd, but the truth is if the Baylor people show up and, and we walk around here, I think we'll be safe around any frogs that may be trying to gloat. Yeah, you know, I think there's two two sides of it, right? And in one, you know, who says that I've gotten over it, right? And uh, and so, you know, I, I think from from the standpoint of of location and you know the proximity to Waco and to Dallas and in Houston and you know where where all of our fans are with within the state of Texas and you know even those outside of the the state of Texas flying in here, right? It makes it easy. So. You know, from that perspective, um, it's great. You know, the, the Armed Forces Bowl itself, they do a great job being part of the, the 20th anniversary. You know, all of those things are absolutely, absolutely positive. You know, am I, am I thrilled about playing in a, in a rival's, you know, home stadium? No, and nor would, would anybody else, you know, uh, you know be, be thrilled about, you know, that that type of logistics so to speak and so you know i I do think it's something that we as a conference need to talk about in the uh in the future how have your coaches and student athletes kind of accepted the challenge and and do you sense they're taking advantage of the opportunity and oh by the way signing day early signing period is tomorrow logistically this isn't this is a different thing probably than uh you're used to dealing with uh, at all a lot going on. Just first of all, the players and the coaches. How have they attacked this thing? Yeah, I think they've. You know, obviously, you know, you you go as your leader goes, and and Dave's been fantastic. And um, you know, this is uh, this is all positive for the program. Playing postseason, getting extra practices. You know, I think we we've taken full advantage of it. So I think the the staff. Um, I think you know the players are are all in a in a in a great place, um, great attitude, right? Um, just being grateful for the opportunity to play, you know, one last time together, and and again to 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 make it to postseason. So I think you know all of those things are are good. You know, 
to to your second second point um there's a lot going on and um when you think about bowl games and particularly you know pre-christmas coinciding with the uh with the early signing period and oh by the way you know the the transfer portal and just how hectic that that is um We've really put a lot on our on our coaches now here at Baylor. You know, we've had less than a handful going to the transfer portal, and so that's been a positive. But you have programs out there right now that have 20 players that, that have gone into the transfer portal, 24 players. And so you're trying to – and one of them, for sure, I know, is going to a bowl game. And so you're, you're trying to manage that. Um, I, was, I was on a, a call earlier today, an NCAA call, and, you know, right now, this year, about nine and a half is the average, you know, per program of, uh, of football student-athletes going into the portal. And so it's a it's a real deal in terms of just having to manage all of that. And so it's, you know, your players going into the portal, but then it's, you know, trying to manage your roster. And, you know, you've got the, the limited official visits. And so, um, again, our, our coaches are being asked to do a lot right now at this point in time. What about the decision, uh, you know, to fire the defensive coordinator, Ron Roberts? I, I think that had to be incredibly tough for Dave. You know, you evaluate Dave. What do you, what did you think about him coming to that decision? The second coordinator fired in three years. Uh, I think it's probably good that he doesn't wait around. If he sees something, he need, he wants to make a change. As his evaluator, like, how do you? How have you observed that? And I'm sure he came to you, you know, bouncing some of that off of you, I would think. Yeah, so I think first and foremost, and, and, and you didn't mention it, you know, we, we made two staff changes, and, and both of them really good people. Yeah. Okay? And, and I also think good football coaches. And, and sometimes they're just, they're, they're, there comes a time when you, you just feel like you, you need to, to make a change. You know, Dave and I uh, had a lot of conversation about it, and, uh, you know, I think it comes down to, you know, is it being done the way you want it want it to 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 be done, right? And and if if you can't say resoundingly yes, you know, it's it's being done exactly the way I want it, uh, the way I envision it, you know, all of those different things, then you, you got to ask yourself, all right, is it is it time to move on? And you know, those are really really hard decisions. Uh, to, to make obviously because you're you're dealing with people first and uh, and you know Dave is somebody that, that cares a lot about his staff and and people and and families etc but um, you know the 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 right decision was made for for our program and you know that's what it comes down to to Matt what is best for the program and uh, you know we we say this all the time there's no one person bigger than this program and so when we make decisions we got to think about what's best for our, our program what's best for our student athletes what's best for for the rest of our staff etc and so dave dave made the decision that that was that was necessary and by the way ron roberts is uh, has landed on his feet at auburn so to your point ronnie wheat and uh and i mean these are people that have been coveted over the years and auburn was quick to uh to uh you know make a move on that it'll be interesting to see what he is looking for in this when you think about timetables sometimes we see things happen you saw a head coach the other day i mean north texas moved quickly on a head coach uh in in searches kind of like this does sometimes you have to wait because you want to let somebody uh coach in a bowl game these are hugely competitive type times when you you want to get 
somebody you want. What what do you think Dave's looking for? What do you think is the, the right fit for him, a defensive head coach who obviously knows how he wants to do things? What, what do you think is his biggest thing he's looking for? Yeah, I, I think to, to speak to, again, what you mentioned initially, I think the timing of it, it it's all, you know, dependent upon you know the 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 people that you're interested in and so there's some fluidity to that and you know are they coaching postseason are they not coaching postseason not to mention you know what what we talked about everything that you're dealing with in terms of prep practice you know transfer portal uh early signing period and oh by the way you know dave's also coaching the defense you know and now let's throw on top of that you know let's let's find some time to to, to talk to some prospective, you know, D coordinators. And so, um, you know, I, I think Dave is, you know, looking for, you know, a couple things. You know, I think one, you know, the whole idea of, of person over player and, and being really, really the ability to connect with with players. And, you know, we, we know of those those special coaches that can that can coach, you know, their 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 young men, young women really, really hard. And yet those those young people, you know, run through a brick wall for them, right? There's there's that connection that's that's first, that's, you know, about the person they are, that they know, hey, that this coach really loves me as a as a person. And so I think he's he's looking, you know, for that, certainly. And then I think from a, a scheme wise, right, somebody that's not exactly necessarily has to be exactly the same, you know, in terms of in terms of Dave's, uh, you know, philosophy defensively. But but I think it's got to be somebody that's in that ballpark that's that's close um, that from a from a base standpoint is is very similar. And then maybe some of the, the things beyond base, you know, has some has some nuances to it. But, uh, you know, look. David, when he was when he was doing it, you know, he was probably you know the best in college football at the coordinator spot, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think it's it's an unbelievable opportunity for maybe you know somebody that's 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 younger and and uh, in terms of experience, not necessarily age, uh, but just younger in terms of experience, uh, you know, to to come and you know, bring, you know, some of those nuances, but also be around, you know, Dave and, and somebody that, that has been, you know, proven and has done a, you know, uh, or is considered one of the one of the top minds defensively. So we'll we'll end up landing a, a, a great person and uh, and great coach. And, you know, I think I think timeline, you know, um, it could be, you know, anywhere from from tomorrow all the way until after the bowl game yeah. and up up to the up to the new year would you like to announce that on my show tomorrow do you think wednesday but, do you think tomorrow would be good timing on that potentially if we can get all the paperwork done okay well, yeah mac Rhodes talking about this he's going to work through this in time to hopefully get this on the show on the matt mosley show uh mac the evaluation of the um, of, of going six and six boy this was a roller coaster I mean that was a climb back to get to six and three. The Oklahoma game was a great moment. No matter how down Oklahoma is, to win there, I think felt huge and felt like the program. And then obviously, you know what happened. I mean the TCU game, you had a, a great shot up twenty-eight twenty. Um, there's a lot of different sort of ways you could evaluate this. I would think your overall feeling is probably one of disappointment, 
But how do you evaluate this, knowing how so many – this thing went so many dif- different directions during the season? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, as, as I've thought about it, right, you can you can certainly think about, you know, last year it seems like all of the – all of the close breaks fell our way. This year they didn't, you know, so you can certainly think about it in, in that way. Um, and, I, and I think in fairness, you know, maybe, maybe I give that some thought, but at the end of the day we're 6-6, we're six and six, and, uh, and we expected to be better than that. And, you know, again, candidly, you know, going into the season and, and where we were ranked top 10, you know, I, I didn't, you know, think that was accurate i thought you know we were probably ranked higher than what we should have been and you know thought we were probably somewhere in the in the 15s to the 22 when we think about just reality and and the, the skill positions and how young we were and all of those things and so you know uh i thought we had some some great moments um during the season and and then i thought you know there was there was some disappointment and i think you know Lack of consistency um, was, uh, was was an issue. Uh, you know, I think last year we had great leadership and on on the field. I think this year we needed more leadership out of the coaching staff than 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 um, than what we did last year because of because of some of the on field leaders we had. And so, um, you know, look, uh, it's great to be postseason. It's mm-hmm. it's great to to be disappointed when you go go postseason to be mm-hmm. be honest with you um and uh i think there's a lot that we can learn from from this year and build upon and so that's that's what we're going to do and um and again you know um i'm grateful for six and six and postseason but um but we we've got to be better than that and uh and dave knows that okay mac the uh, that coast to coast challenge i did attend that it was a nice event um, you know, it's tough. It's the holidays. But I thought Baylor crowd really got into it when there was a bad call on, like, a flop call. Did you notice? That really seemed to galvanize the Baptist. And, uh, you know, what I noticed is the Baylor fans were like, some tons of them were in suites. We, we need to do it like church and make everybody move down, you know, to a certain, you know, hey, you guys, you guys need to all sit together. They were all kind of all over that arena. But um, just the, the men and women, where they are right now, men had that game, they got knocked in the teeth, and they came back, had the great win uh, against Gonzaga. The women now have a chance, too, because they got kicked in the teeth by Arizona the other night. Where do you think those uh, programs are right now? Yeah, you know, let's, let's start with the women. I, I, I thought that, um, you know, against, against Arizona, you know, I, I do think they, they, you know, as you, you put it, you know, got kicked in the teeth and, and I thought, you know, Arizona was more physical, um, particularly defensively. And, and I'm not sure that we were ready, we were prepared um, to, to match that physicality. And, uh, you know, we're playing, a, again, not to make an excuse, but we're playing a lot of young players. And, uh, and so I, I think that's probably a game that, uh, although um, don't like the score, don't like the outcome, I think that Nikki will really use that, you know, um to to teach our our you know our team and and to grow from just like i think scott did with with the marquette loss and so um you know again don't like it but i think it, it will serve us well here in the future and i think as as we get into the big 12 play for the women um that will be a, a a game that we'll look back and say hey that was a that was a great 
great point for us in, in moving forward. And then, you know, for our, for our men, you know, I think we're, we're, still, um, we're still, you know, learning to, to play together. I think uh, the, the men's team, and, and I could say this for the, the women's team, is great upside. I don't think we're close to our potential when you think some of the young players that we're playing and the chemistry and sharing the ball and shot selection and all of that. And so, um, you know, I, I think we're in good shape. And, um, you know, this, this seems to be a team that, um, you know, when, uh, when, when we've got to hunker down and, and fight, we, we do it. And, uh, and I thought, too, against a Washington State, which, you know, played exceptionally well, mm-hmm. I think the 12-day layoff, you know, you could, you could see that, you know, impact a little bit. But uh, I'm, I'm really positive on, on both programs and, and like where we're headed. Mac, I like where this interview uh, is, continues to be headed. Now you're, you're going to be heading back to probably a workout or something if I know you. Have you gotten in your – Workout I today. I got. I got. Uh, I got in a, a wonderful jog along the Trinity River. So oh, an outdoor, outdoor. The forties oh, yeah. that does not deter you. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. You yeah. spent time in cold weather places. Now Thursday's going to be kind of like where you used to be. I'm trying to think. You've been in what Akron? You've been in some really Milwaukee. Ooh, yeah. Milwaukee. Though you've experienced some of that. Is that about a three or four layer thing for you? Uh, if you're going to be on the sideline Thursday night, probably. Well, we'll thermals uh, perhaps. We'll be on the sideline now. Somebody told me that uh, the temperature somewhere between 18 and 20, and that uh, from what they gather, just thinking about you know the the history of Baylor football, that this will be the coldest game we've ever played in. Now, you know, I'm not sure. I don't. Mm. I don't know that, but. Um, you know, look, the, the colder the better. We'll be ready to go. Um, it'll be uh, – there's there's nothing like, I think, playing outdoors and uh, dealing with the, the elements. And so, um, again, I, I think we'll be, be ready for it. And uh, I'll try to try to do my best to make sure that uh, I'm not on the sideline shivering. But uh, <laughs> but uh, looking like I can I can handle it as well. You think I'll probably if if I could be on the sideline I, I yeah, would, I, I, but that, I just can't. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Mostly asking for some parkas or extra layers down there. Have you noticed my note taking? See, you don't get to see me often as a longtime sports writer. I'm really. There's a lot being done over on this side. I've, I've gotten some, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, when we were when we're off the air, I was going to actually ask you, now, what do you do with all of that? So is that for a book sometime later in time, or, you know, what, uh, why? So <sighs> There's some good stuff. Some of this will be tweeted out. We'll uh, we'll see where this, this goes. But, uh, Mac, thanks. This was fun doing this in person. Always good to be in the Hacienda Club with you. Um, one of our favorite places over the years to hang out, and uh, good to be back together. Always always appreciate the opportunity and, and being with you, so thank you. There he goes. Mac Rhodes, the athletic director at Baylor University, uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, some Campus Confidential, some of the latest from the portal is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's Deborah Check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball back on the floor tonight in the Farrell Center. The Baylor women back in action tomorrow afternoon. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
off the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the big finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. There is some hoops for the holidays in the Farrell Center today and tomorrow. First, the Baylor men, now number 12 in the nation, coming off the 65-59 win over Washington State Sunday in Dallas, home hosting Northwestern State this evening. Post-game Sunday, Baylor coach Scott Drew visited with Pat Nunley about the two remaining non-conference games before league play begins on the 31st. Northwestern State tonight, Nichols next week. So, Coach, you mentioned uh, the other last question. You mentioned uh, that your team had just finished academic finals. You are now in uh, uh, pre-conference basketball finals uh is that a fair statement you feel like you've got some things that you've got to install and be ready as you get into the big 12 well most definitely uh and and we have two good games before we get into big 12 play i mean northwestern state i think is eight and three and they've played really well and um surprised a lot of people and then you you got Nichols who uh could have beat mississippi state had a wide open three to to beat them and uh could have beat Tech, and we all know how hard it is to play at Tech. So uh, those are two really good tests to make sure we're ready getting into uh, uh, conference play. And, and I think uh, uh, defensively we've made some really good strides since Marquette. Now uh, we need to get a rhythm and routine and try to do the same on the offense. I thought uh, Flo's two dunks were really big. I thought the uh, uh, first one was a set play. The second one was a great play by Keontae, and uh, that really stemmed the momentum. They had a big dunk, and – Uh, I thought that was important to to offset. Scott Drew with Pat Nunley on Sunday. Baylor in action tonight against Northwestern State. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And Nikki Collin and the now 24th-ranked Baylor women in action tomorrow afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Long Beach State. It's a 3 p.m. tip-off tomorrow for the Bears and the Beach. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. K.J. Miller was first team offense and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman and Anthony Avila were named second team offense and Duran Hill was named second team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28 to 14. Two bowl games today: Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Rattan Bowl. Monday Night Football: Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night, 116 to 106. Eagles Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
It is Campus Confidential, and uh, we come to you from the Baylor Team Hotel. And we're getting ready, folks. Uh, great to have uh, Mac Rhodes on with us and uh, talk to Nikki Collin earlier about that their Arizona loss and what they're looking at moving forward. And then, uh, boy, great to have Josh Gregory on the show earlier. But, uh, Aaron, the uh, these coaches are really – this is kind of fascinating. The There are some people that uh, – are, are are getting very upset about this transfer portal, and they're uh, they're letting it be known. <laughs> where are, uh, where are we starting today with some campus confidential? We will start with the transfer portal. We'll get to those head coaches and their comments, but first, a day after getting a commitment from Hutchinson Junior College defensive tackle Jarrell Boykins, Baylor got a commitment in the last hour from. Former Arkansas receiver Keytron Jackson. Jackson entered the transfer portal last week. He appeared in 25 games for the Razorbacks, finished his career with 374 yards and four touchdowns. Jackson will be moving closer to home at Baylor. He's originally from Royce City, and he was the number 40-ranked wide receiver in the country coming out of high school. That is uh, really good news for the Bears. As uh, That's a transfer that um, is uh, – he. he extremely athletic uh now that i think about that remember the young man from uh, royce city which if you got a royce city uh well you go out 30 for a ways and and uh and you you can eventually end up at royce city uh go through rockwall and uh, that is uh that's really that's an interesting one tell me again what he did uh aaron in arkansas last year and and who was did, – did it say, like, exactly who else he was thinking about? It did not uh, list – let me see if I can find the schools. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah. he, he had 277 yards and three touchdowns on 16 receptions last year. All right. And he started eight of 12 games and played in all 12 games for the Razorbacks. And he was expected to be their lead receiver next year because they're losing – they lost one other one to the transfer portal and the other two top receivers this year to the NFL draft or eligibility. So uh, he was supposed to be a big part of their team next year. Instead, luckily for Baylor fans, he will be a part of Baylor's. Six foot two, 205 pound Keytron Jackson. And uh, Aaron, I mean, I think you'll be excited to know high points the ball extremely well let's remember arkansas especially at the first of the year runs the ball a lot and uh and 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 really we thought arkansas was going to go on and have a a great season it didn't really turn out that way but uh arkansas ended up getting uh a bowl game that uh, some of the bears thought were hoping they would get but uh wow keytron jackson coming to baylor in the transfer portal so it's always kind of nice when you see a few leave and boy the uh the, the Maz, we like to call him. Uh, I, I hated uh, losing number 65, the big, the big guard. But uh, this one makes me feel a little bit better. Pretty solid player from Arkansas. Yeah, and good news two days in a row for the Bears. Uh, yeah, I was just reading his uh, an article from when he initially entered the transfer portal last week from one of the Arkansas sites, and they did say that he was expected to be the Razorbacks' mm-hmm. lead receiver next year. Uh, uh, other transfer portal news, former Baylor defensive back uh, Devin Neal has chosen a school after entering the transfer portal last year. He will continue his playing career at Louisville. Okay. 
Now, Louisville has made some changes here recently, and I was just looking at that the other day, and that is a uh, – I think that's a pretty good – that's a pretty good landing spot um, for Neil, and he'll do a good job there. But uh, there's some excitement around that program. Obviously, there's been some movement with their coaching staff, and so that's uh, – that is a lot to try to figure out uh, to go find a uh, to go find a spot like that, and uh, that's 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 really an interesting one. But you know what? He's a good player. I, I like him a lot, and uh, I remember when he was being recruited. So wish him really uh, wish him well as he uh, begins his career at Louisville. You talked about head coaches not being happy with the transfer portal. There are a few of them, including UTSA head coach Jeff Trailer and North Carolina head coach Mac Brown. UTSA head coach Jeff Trailer tweeted out yesterday, quote, Dear at NCAA football, how does UTSA football report Power 5 schools who are trying to poach our young talent? How much evidence do we really need to make this not be a part of our game? So he is saying that Power 5 schools are coming after players of his that are not in the transfer portal that is an accusation that has been uh, made by quite a few coaches going back to pittsburgh's coach last year after jordan addison transferred to usc uh-huh. and mac brown talked about his player uh freshman quarterback drake may who is staying in north carolina for next season he's uh, mac brown said quote i can't say who they are and don't ask drake you know who they are just look at all the ones who are getting the top recruits about well-known schools attempting to lure May away using NIL money, which I would, when I read these stories, all I could think of was at some point, they, they keep saying that they can't tell you who it is. At some point, they're just going to have to name names because the NCAA is not going to do anything about it. And if it's going to stop, they're just going to have to start pointing people out that are doing it. Yeah, but... I don't even know if naming names, in a sense, um, you know, Jimbo called his mentor Nick Saban out. Did that mean anything was going to happen to Nick Saban? I mean, I, I these people are so far above this. If you tried to say, oh, Ohio State, I mean, think about the levels of plausible deniability. Aaron, I mean, oh, well, I, maybe that happened, but our collective did that, or so-and-so did Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't tell them to do that. There are so many different facets to this that you can have somebody reach out without it truly being traced to the head coach. So that is, uh, that is the way things are, uh, things are, you know, playing out these, uh, these days. But uh, that is really interesting about Drake May. And I think the money... For somebody that good who's going to someday be maybe a top five overall pick in the NFL, if the kid at Tennessee, you remember that, Aaron, that story? Mm-hmm. Who, if he stays three years at Tennessee, he'll make somewhere in the neighborhood of 6 to $8 million. Think what an established quarterback like Drake May would be worth in North Carolina. How much would they commit to him to come there? I, I would have to say... Uh, depending on how much time he actually has left, let's say he has two more years, because wasn't he a freshman? I think he would make somewhere in the neighborhood of ten to twenty million dollars at the collegiate level. The sport, as we once knew it, has ended, and I, and I guess, I mean, I, I think some of us have been slower to accept that than others, but uh, it it uh, no longer no longer even resembles what we knew it as. 
Well, and you were talking about the amounts of money possible. Pitt head coach Pat Narduzzi, excuse me, Pat Narducci, said on 93.7 The Fan today that he's heard two schools offered North Carolina quarterback Drake May $5 million to transfer. He wouldn't say who, but he said he knows uh-huh. who and said, quote, it's a sad, sad deal. So, again, another name, you know, another coach talking about it, not naming schools, yeah. but he actually did say a number, and it was $5 million for this year. You're, you're right, though. It's funny when you hear a number like that. We immediately have about five schools that come up in our mind. It's this school, this school, this school, this school. Like, I don't think UTSA's pulling together five million to try to bring in Drake May. Right, right. And by the way, they've got Frank. They've got they've got uh, an incredible quarterback who's coming back for what is this a six year? Um, That COVID year. (laughs) It really uh, has been interesting because these people end up with long, long college careers. And I tell you, the one thing I would say, I, I think we could find a lot of detrimental things about NIL and transfer portal. But it, at least for college basketball, it's been good for it. Now, there may be games and there may be too much transferring and there may be some weirdness that happens along the way. But when you have somebody like Drew Timmy or like the guy, Toshibwe, at uh, Kentucky that are hanging in there and playing three or four years instead of going NBA after one year, that's a pretty cool thing. Now, can we pull enough money to get uh, Keontae George to stay with us for another season? Aaron, I fear the answer is no on that one. And uh, we'll see how he does in conference. But uh, Tom and I were talking about it a little bit, bit ago, Aaron. Um, there was a game the other night, and Washington State was playing well. Baylor was not playing well, and Keontae just said, hey, I, I, I better go get this done. And uh, that's pretty pretty dang impressive for a freshman. Yeah, he is He is a special, special player. We've uh, talked a lot this week about the weather for tomorrow's Armed Forces Bowl. That weather obviously is affecting much of the country, including the Iowa State Cyclone basketball programs iowa state canceled a men's basketball game tomorrow and a women's basketball game thursday because of the potential for severe weather ames is in the path of a winter storm that's expected to drop six to ten inches of snow tomorrow through friday so both those games have been canceled i would say given the equipment that you have available to you in ames iowa in the cell of all that uh, equipment there snow equipment, farm equipment, whatever you need. Um, that's that's shocking to me that Iowa State would cancel anything. Now, Aaron, you, it, there is no way in the world Iowa State would have canceled those games if it were like Kansas or Baylor or somebody coming to town. There's no way on, on, on earth that they would do that. These are tough people. Iowans are these are good people. These are hardy people. So, I, uh, Aaron, I fear, I fear that our Iowa State friends have gotten a little soft. All right? I just want to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, speaking of uh, – sorry, lost my place there for a second. 
It's <laughs> okay. I thought I thought you were just kind of letting it breathe there. For no, a no, no, no. I, like I, uh, I, I like lost a, my place. Uh, going I back enjoy to enjoy a good pregnant pause. Football and and then uh, <laughs> the transfer portal. Uh, Arizona uh, first team All Pac-12 wide receiver Dorian Singer headed to USC among the notables today, committing to schools in the transfer portal. Well, I promise you that uh, the the portal activity. Hey, I recognize you. Yeah, we got we got some major Baylor staffers making their way around here. Um, this USC is one of the schools that can right now seemingly get anyone they want. What's interesting to me, though, they have not been as excited as other schools about their actual collective. They've been a little slow to the collective. So for whatever reason, you have to hand it to, and I'm not saying he's above recruiting or tampering or whatever, but Lincoln has brought pizzazz and he's brought electricity back to that program and not seen since Pete Carroll, and he's done it in a hurry. So I didn't know how it would work there, but uh, and he brought a quarterback with him. It helps to show up with a quarterback. Let's see when he has to bring in his own player, uh, how he uh, how he does on that front. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, it is time for the dismount. A couple of breaking news items we haven't been able to share with you. That is next. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. You might think all your Christmas lights are up, but Diamore Fine Jewelers has a suggestion. Add two more lights, which will really make neighbors jealous. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers for our special Christmas lights. Diamond stud earrings for the woman you love. On Christmas morning, when you hand her that little blue box that says Diamore Fine Jewelers, you'll watch her face and think, this is going to be good, and you're right. They're super bright. She just plugs them in, and wow, she lights up the place wherever she goes. Come see us at Diamore Fine Jewelers for the final two lights that'll make this year's display the best ever. Her diamonds are at Diamori Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. UMHB football named seven players to the Associated Press D3 All-American team, three first team and four second team. K.J. Miller was first team offense and Sante Parker and Titus Dunk were named first team on defense. Kyle King, Ethan Ruckman, and Anthony Avilia were named second-team offense, and Duran Hill was named second-team defense. Marshall beat UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, 28-14. Two bowl games today, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and Liberty versus Toledo in the Buckle Retam Bowl. Monday Night Football, Packers eliminated the Rams from playoff contention with a 24-12 win last night. Minnesota beat the Mavericks last night, 116-106. Eagles' Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder and may miss the Dallas game on Saturday night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, we are saying good night. Been a really good first day here. Tom Barfield and I on the scene now. The uh, Game time show will start at 7 a.m. right down here in the Hacienda Room and uh, the Baylor Team Hotel. He'll be surrounded by people eating breakfast, and I'm sure they what they wanted to do is listen to some sports talk radio. And uh, and so that'll be good. I got to say, really so appreciative of our sponsors, uh, Might Fuels, of course, Neighborhood uh, uh, Works, and uh, Waco, which is an awesome place. Barnett Contracting, obviously the uh, presenting sponsor. Of course, our our uh, game day live show, Office of Baylor Alumni. Tremendous job by them. Barnett Contracting, La Fiesta, uh, and Morrison's Gifts, uh, Southwest Sports Medicine, and then the uh, TNFB, TFNB. And uh, we appreciate everybody and uh, for being such a huge part of this as we uh, get ready to say good night the uh, word earlier today coming out of philadelphia and we've had a lot of great guests lined up today so i haven't been able to come back and hit this but the uh there it, it looks like that jalen hurts the coach is trying to preserve the at least the uh, hint that he might play in this game not ruling him out and uh, the quote was i do not put it past jalen hurts I don't put anything past Jalen Hurts as far as his physical and mental toughness, Sirianni said earlier today. There's a chance he can play this week. 
And um, so, anyway, thanks to everybody who's been a part of this. Tom Barfield, Nikki Collin, Josh Gregory, Mac Rhodes, who did it uh, with us here on set. We have uh, really had a good first day here. Tomorrow, listen to both of our shows coming to you live from the Team Hotel in downtown Fort Worth leading up to this Armed Forces Bowl. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at the New Year's Eve Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. It matches Big 12 champ Kansas State and Alabama. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Baylor, Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team physicians for Baylor Athletics. Diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike. Whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctor.